Please stand by. Five, four. We had an amazing day of boat diving and just spending time as a couple. The joy of having my own boat again and being able to dive using it as a primary platform is a really is a really great experience. And there's just something about having your own craft that you're diving from. But today was super special because Brooks and I never get to dive with each other. I'm either with students, or she's with students, or we're leading a trip, or we're doing some coaching, or we're working in the pool, working separately, and it's very rare that we get a chance to go and dive together. And that's important as a couple that we continue to do that. I think the last time we really, really got to do it was probably in Cozumel. Mm-hmm. And I know that my senses were tuned pretty high, your senses were tuned pretty high, because we had people that we were diving with that had brought us along on the trip to make sure that they were having an enjoyable trip. So that's always in the back of your mind. But today, it was really nice because we got to go do a dive for ourselves. So what? So tell me about your first experience in diving on the Trident, which is our new inflatable. Yeah. No, it was fun. It was really fun. It was cool. I've never dove off of a boat like that. Like, Zodiac type right boat and so it was fun to get out there and it was really nice to get out there on the lake when nobody was out there so earlier in the morning um, and it just it's really pretty out there it's peaceful and it's cool to get away from shore because we always do a lot of shore diving so it's nice to have this opportunity to dive from a boat it is cool to get away from the, the shore and get out there and experience it a little bit more and do a different type of, I mean, cause it is different. Yeah. What were some things that you learned? Uh, well, just the setup logistics of, of it and how, why it's important. And, um, you know, basically you really got to figure out your gear, you know, figure out your gear and have, have that set up just right. And, really know your know your stuff and be comfortable rolling off the back of the boat and getting used to that and uh, just not you know you know knowing your depth and knowing all that with your nice tracker what is it called that you have that oh the fish finder and fish the, uh, finder, the depth finder the depth finder I really enjoyed that so it's just different different concepts you know that you have to have with it it really minimize the amount of gear you take and you've got to know your you have to know your weights and you have to make sure that you stay in your little section how'd you do on weights good i did great yeah i think yours was dialed in right away yeah yeah definitely went good um it's important that you put that into your dive journal right so you know when you dive a five mil you have to have x amount of weight right yep for sure and the visibility was pretty cool. You know, it was different. It was better because you're not coming right off the shore. There's just a lot more to explore. A lot, you know, a lot of different things that you can do diving off of the boat. 
and then we get off shore. We dove an area that today that I've never dove before. Neither one of us have ever dove before. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Seeing yeah. something different. You know, when we're driving out, we saw like, I don't know, probably 25 divers in the spot that we normally go to. Oh, that's right. Yep, we did. They were doing a class out there, and we just, how nice it was to just know, yep, we're going to be away from them and just have our own little spot uh, where nobody's at. It was interesting, the difference in the fish, because in our old area, for years and years, I've fed the fish over there and have gotten really comfortable with them and have been feeding them generation after generation. And today, the fish weren't, like, coming up to me, so that was kind of... Yeah, they didn't know you. They were just kind of hesitant. Yeah, it's like, what is that? We're probably the first divers they've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, being out that far, yeah. So that was that was fun. Learning a lot of different things on the boat. One is around storage. One's around operating. So today, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we're sitting there just kind of hanging out after our second dive, and the boat kind of kept going around in circles around the anchor. And we thought, well, maybe it's just the wind. But yet it was kind of like glass. What I didn't realize is, all right, so very quick description. We have an 18-foot Saturn sib. So that is, it's an inflatable boat. Think of like a Zodiac that the military uses, except for this is bright red, kind of like a lobster red. And it has a aluminum floor in it. It's got the pontoons on it. We're we are su- supposed to have had a boat motor a few weeks ago. Actually, we had a, we had bought a boat motor. Uh, one was built in 1958. The day it, that I picked it up, it ran great. The first time I put it on the boat to go out, it didn't run so great. So after messing with it, we just we realized we had to go ahead and make the commitment to go ahead and put a new motor on it. Big financial commitment. But we also got electric start because my shoulder just really can't take, you know, starting up a lot of, you know, starting the boat. So right now, um, we're waiting on that motor to come in. The wrong motor came in. So right now we're waiting on the new motor to come in. But as we're waiting, I'm using a 40-pound thrust Minn Kota electric motor. And it's got a little glitch in it. If it's not all the way on the off position, if it's off like a 16th of an inch, the propeller turns slightly on it, and we didn't realize that. So while we're diving, now fortunately we tie off to the anchor and dive from there, you know, searching around. And uh, it had actually moved a little bit from where our original spot was. Yeah, that was funny. So we learned about that, and then the only thing we learned about was with the anchor, um, because we were anchored on a slope. Yeah. uh, As we hit some, some tall waves, you know, as we're anchored, the anchor actually came off position. We started moving out to deeper water. Yep. So learning lessons like that, we're learning about where the gear goes and the best ways to store the gear. What were some other lessons we learned today? Um, well, trying to get back up into the boat without a ladder. Right. You know, I'm trying to figure out how that works. Um, And we got to figure out a ladder system for it. I can pull myself up in there, but that's because partly I've been trained on how to do that, and then the other is just, I don't know, Brooks could have done it today, but her knee was hurting. Yeah, not, not a good idea to do that, but 
Yeah, you know, you tie, you know, you have the gear, be able to take your gear off before getting in, being able to put it on and just kind of get ready. I, I think the, just having everything so, um, like compact and ready, ready to go, it was so easy. Just throw your gear on, sit back, roll off, and you're done. You know, drop down <clears throat> and have some fun. And then, get back in, go to a different site, and do it again. That'll be the fun thing once we get the motor on there. Now, right now, the lake is dropping about a foot a day already. I'm so sad to see the season ended just as we're getting into the boat. But it'll be great because we can go do a dive. And like Brooks said, get back in the boat, and we'll motor off to a different spot in the lake. And so I'm looking forward to that. We need to bring snacks. (laughs) So we forgot snacks today. Yeah, just something to... Nibble, especially if you're going to make make a day of it. I mean, we got out there about 7.30 this morning, and we left there about noon, noon, 12, 12.30, something like that. Yeah. And so if you're going to make it out, you know, a little further into the afternoon, you definitely need some snacks for sure. Loading and unloading the boat. So it takes about a half hour to get the boat prepped <laughs> once you're at, uh, you know, once you're at the ramp, we have to get the boat prepped, and then we put our gear together and then put it in the boat yep. and I'm, my biggest fear was I didn't want to be that guy on the ramp that was holding everybody up while I'm trying to back a trailer down or tr- trying to get the Zodiac or the Saturn out by myself and I found today I get really perturbed when people are not following the ramp rules they're loading on the wrong side yeah. or, they're, or they're tying their boat off inside the ramp lane Yeah. so yeah. I, I went from the fear of being that guy to being pissed off at those guys. So I guess I need to learn some patience on that. And yeah, it's crazy because you want to try to educate, but you never know if someone, how someone's going to take it. Right. But it was, uh, but you know, learning things like that and learning things about loading and, and backing the trailer in and, and things like that. And Brooks is figuring out her role and all of that. She did a fantastic job while I was after our dives. And after we took the boat out as I was prepping the boat or, uh, securing the boat she she broke down all my gear for me and everything so that was really nice we don't get to dive as a couple a whole lot so how did that go today it went really well I mean it just kind of like right back you know we started and we already know what each other dives like and so we just jump in and it was really nice just uh, you know just to have just the two of us and basically felt like it hadn't, I mean, it has been a long time, but it felt like we were just getting right back into it as easy as possible. Yeah, I didn't think we had missed a beat at all. No. To you, why is it important for us to dive as a couple? Because I know we've talked about that quite a bit. Well, we have to have that connection time and doing something that we both enjoy and all work and no play you know, makes us pretty dull as a couple. Yeah. Right? You know, as the saying goes, I'll work and no play. We've been run, we've been running a lot of classes, and Brooks has been doing Discover Scubas and mm-hmm. getting people into diving and things like that. Uh, other reasons, I mean, what, what were some other connection points today? Um, just working together as a team and, you know, kind of, it's always good. There's always challenges and working through challenges and trying to figure out, you know, how to 
troubleshoot things if, if that needs to be done or hey do you want to dive by yourself versus with each with me or I'm going to go look for baby bass beds well I'm going to go look for treasure okay well no let's stick together and we can do both of it because we don't you know we want to be diving together next to each other because it's 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 a fun date and it you know when you both have a passion for it it just brings a closeness to the relationship I felt bad that we didn't find any treasure and I was finding baby bass beds yeah that's okay I found a baby bass bed you found the baby bass beds I'm pretty excited about that so that worked out really good and it's not going to be the last dive so um, of the year so I figured there's plenty of time to look for treasure hopefully we'll get to go dive Tuesday before our big road trip yeah, yeah, that's what... With that's, a motor. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll be good. That'll actually open up night diving for us and things like that. and Right, oh, yeah. Opens up a whole new... We go too much more into the season, I'm going to have to pull out my dry suit and tell you, a five mil almost was a little cutting it. But the water temp was pretty good. It was 68 degrees, and, you know, on the surface it wasn't super windy, which I, I really liked. Um, and just liked being out there with nobody else there was just no other we love diving with our friends and our students and our people love it but every once in a while it's nice just to have the two of us and we're just responsible for each other and we didn't even end up using the buddy line we didn't right i don't we don't even yeah well and actually the buddy lines were hung up on the boat so we could clip our gear so that's the only thing is that when we go to get out because I don't have a ladder, we have to clip our gear off. We float our BC, or float our wing, backplate and wings on the surface, and we clip off, and then you exit, and then you pull pull the gear in with you. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good workout. I mean, I must say, it's quite, I mean, to get it all set up, get it in the boat, get out there, get all geared up, drop down, get it back in the boat, go somewhere else, get it back on, put it back in, Go back to the, the shore and, and, you know, it's it's a good, it, you know, it's, it beats sitting in front of the TV. Yes. Right. And, and it beats diving the same place that we dive all the time. Right. So, so. it's really nice to get into some different areas. So something happened while we're in Cozumel. We haven't had a chance to talk about it or make an announcement. You want to make the announcement? Oh, uh, yes. And tell the story. Okay. Yep, so we were um, in Cozumel, and we were um, going into town and took Rob to a place that I had been to on my first cruise. The, it was a little port area, and, there, and we were walking around and doing our thing, and I was going and said, hey, I want to go look at some jewelry. And... He's, you know, he's like, okay, okay, well, hold on. Come over here and sit down. i got to look for something. And then, lo and behold, I turn around, and he was on one knee and had a ring and asked me to marry him. And I was, like, completely blown away. Like, whoa, what? Oh, totally shocked, totally surprised. And, of course, I said yes. And very exciting moment, very special place for us. And it was really nice because... All of a sudden, it's like the people just went away, and it was just our little 
place by this little Mayan waterfall, like it was a statue type thing, you know, but still beautiful palm trees, ocean behind us. So it was really romantic. You know, I hadn't thought about it till now, but, you know, we were like, you know, face to butt on top of everybody there, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, it was so crowded. And for those few moments, it's like the crowd had parted. Oh, yeah. I didn't like, think about that till just now, oh, but you're I, right. I realized because watching the video, I'm like, because normally, like, if you have a proposal that you're in front of a bunch of people, everybody kind of stops and watches and is, you know, kind of surprised and claps and stuff. And it was so nice because I did want more of an intimate type moment where I didn't have a bunch of people staring at me. And it was really nice to just, look, you know, realize later, like, there wasn't hardly anybody around. We just had a moment, you know. So that so, was perfect. So we've been keeping this under wraps for several months, and we had some communication loops we had to close. So we're officially announcing our engagement today. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're going <clears> to <throat> do a very quiet private ceremony, but we are going to do a larger get-together afterwards. Right. So we're, we're excited about that. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're my dive buddy. I'm glad you're my dive buddy. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts about the boat or diving as a couple? Uh, I just think it's important. I think it's important to, to, do, to dive as a couple, and I think it's great if you have that, or, you know, that you share the same hobby. That makes things go a lot smoother, and uh, the more you do it, the better you get with it you know, with each other, and today we didn't really have any problems, there's a few little things we have to work out with the boat, and making sure our gear doesn't scrape up the sides and getting a mat and all that on there, but... It, and we had a battery blow up on us. Uh, yes. Right before, right before we got started, so... It's very good to inspect all your stuff before you go out on the water. Yeah, I'm so glad I inspected that. Rob's before. getting, getting, you know, you're getting really good at managing the boat, and checking things and doing things you know making sure everything's just right and getting the hang of it so it's a lot of fun I love having a boat again and I've never had one this large yeah and I've never had one that could carry this many divers so we're pretty lucky to do that and we'll have the awning or whatever yep we gotta get the bimini top put on next yep yep that'll help keep the sun off a little bit get lights on it and everything and well, and the rain as well, because imagine we'll be out there. Sun. It's going to rain. Yep. But it's, uh, and by the way, you're going to journal your dive. What are you going to journal that in? My new um, scuba monk. <laughs> your new aquatic awakening. Well, that too, by yeah. scuba monk. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, journal. Quick, quick reminder just published the aquatic awakening journal. It's got exercise exercises in it, so you can. Find mindfulness and connection with your inner self as you're diving inner space, the inner world. And then the second book is for divers and non-divers, but it's a 30-day, and you just started this one. I did. I started this one. This is going to be really, really good. You know, building good habits and seeing the results of those habits, you know, and having goals and setting those goals. And it really helps to have to write things down and have a visual and go back and look at the dates and the times and how you felt. It's so important to journal, not just off dives and about dive sites and dive destinations, but it's important to journal about things in your life and have other goals, you know. 
So, so both books are available on Amazon. The first one, Aquatic Awakening, which is a dive journal to really understand and, and, and it gives you exercises to really dive deep into yourself. And the second one is for divers and non-divers. And it's 30 days of just getting permission to heal yourself. And it is called Healing Heroes. So I'm using those. It, it's actually taken, both Both are taken from exercises I've done and continue to practice them in both my diving life and my regular life. And just thought it was it was time to, to share those out. Yep. It was very good that you did that. Proud of you. Well, thanks. And I got another one coming out on Master Scuba Diver. Well, actually, it's the Badass Diver. It's, oh, that's right. It's the, it's the Guide to a Badass Diver. And then Brooks and I have been working on something called the Apex Diver, where we're talking about mind, body, soul, and skills that lead you to to better diving so we have been posting some things out on YouTube around just snacks and things like that that we're getting and foods that we're getting to eat right to make us better divers so alright we're going to sign off for this one make sure that you are checking us out on Instagram as well as Facebook you get a chance go out to Amazon grab those books along with those books I'm going to run a special if you send me the receipt or a copy of your order, then what I will do is uh, you'll be included as part of a free coaching session around learning, understanding how to really heal yourself and to get deeper into uh, who you are as a diver or even as a non-diver. So anyway, make sure you check those out. We'll be checking in from the road. And until then, remember, as long as you've got air, you are all right. <laughs>